0: Hello, everyone. I'm Una, and I'm Chloe, and welcome to the third installment of Chloe and Una's Tentacular Experience, a weekly podcast that hasn't published an episode in three hundred and forty-three days, three hundred forty-four now, actually.
1: You read the notes last night, and you didn't—you didn't change the number, you fool.
0: I mean, uh, a weekly podcast bringing you the hottest hentai reviews to your slutty, slutty years.
1: Sounds wrong I, I, when you say yeah, that one. Right? Yeah, right? Okay, here, you, let say, you say that one. A weekly podcast bringing you the hottest hentai reviews for your slutty, slutty ears. See, I i have got it. Let's see. Today we're going to talk about Kafun Shoujo, or the Paulinic Girl's Attack. As usual, anytime one of us discovers a new fetish, we'll
0: be playing this sound.
1: Anyway, the theme song is going to go here.
0: Girls Attack is a loosely connected anthropomorphic era manga anthology by Kome Keito with an animated adaptation, originally published in two volumes in 2006 and 2010, before being republished as another two volumes in 2017, and finally combined into a single volume called The Planet Girls Attack Complete in 2019. This latest edition was licensed for English release by FAKU.
1: While these anthologies contain a number of one-shots and multi-part stories, the primary and titular theme revolves around anthropomorphized pollen. Uh, Pink Pineapple licensed the series for an anime adaptation, releasing four volumes. The first two volumes were released in 2008, and the latter two in 2012.
0: Chloe has this grand theory about the background.
1: Yeah, so my initial reaction to this concept was that it was inspired by two bits. The realization that pollen is essentially plant sex, and what if humans also had sex with the plants that way? Um, And the second being that uh, people about to come could also be seen as uh, looking like they're about to sneeze. And uh, both end up using tissues. But moving on to today's Japanese vocabulary lesson, This time, we're focusing on some common abbreviations.
0: Una's vocabulary corner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about the Una hentai words of the day.
0: Ah, yes. So, JK is a colloquial abbreviation of the phrase joshikose, meaning high school girl. And technically, that's already an abbreviation of joshikokose, which means the same thing. In the context of erotica, and this may consequently be the case elsewhere, the term instead abbreviates Joshi Kosei. Uh, the kanji there is different. It's important. Uh, it translates something like schoolgirl. Of course, this change may in some cases be simply a typo, or at least according to the Pixiv dictionary, but whatever. Um, it's uh, generally used to remove the implicit statement of age that high school girl" would come with. High school student is more than likely not over the age of eighteen, making their inclusion in erotica morally reprehensible. But a student in general could be any age. So rather than attending some high school, characters in erotic works will instead attend some academy.
1: A similar term exists for high school boys, donshikose, abbreviated as DK, which can also mean Donkey Kong or Drift Drift King. Drift King. Drift King. Uh, further abbreviations also exist for levels of education in cases where specifying that is desirable, hopefully not in erotica, though there are instances of that. Uh, JC for Joshi Chugakusei, uh, and JS for Joshi Shogakusei, and the parallel DC and DS. So uh, if you see someone uh, drawing uh, arrow manga on Twitter and using those terms, uh, That's a block immediately.
0: Unless they're talking about JavaScript or Joseph Stalin, which are apparently also valid. uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, if they're talking about JavaScript hentai or Joseph Stalin hentai, that's okay. It's actually based
0: and also epic.
1: Yeah. Stalin deserves to be sexualized. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We do not endorse uh, Joseph Stalin. (laughs)
0: Yes, um, uh, one could also abbreviate college students in this manner with Joshi Digoxe and Donchi Digoxe being JD and DD, respectively. Uh, I've seen this occasionally, but like you know, mostly in very real people's Twitter bios. Uh, but it's not nearly as common as JK or even DK. But you know, just kind of like keep it in mind. Just remember that gshow.org is your friend unless you're trying to understand slang then you have like a 50 50
1: i think the term jk can kind of be seen like as a like very equivalent to the term school, school girl in uh english language porn uh where they're just like Trying to kind of imply something, but also they're they're not doing anything. It's is a weird term.
0: Yeah, ninety percent of it just means they're wearing a schoolgirl outfit mm-hmm. or standard uniform. Yeah, um, most
1: of it means they're an adult cosplaying, which is just kind of uh, it's it's a it's a thing. It's it's yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, now that we've gotten the that stuff out of the way um talking about the manga the manga so finding all the chapters of this manga is a bit of a challenge due to them mostly being one shots collected from like uh various magazines and stuff Mm -hmm. um and compiled into volumes later and they're in like a sort of shared universe um, according to my anime list, there are 30 chapters because it only counts chapters in the original two volumes and it leaves two chapters out of that anyway. Um, uh, or there are two more chapters included in the re-release, which was called Joe and Gay. Um, Up and down. <laughs> and uh, finally, the complete edition, which isn't actually complete cuts out a lot of chapters um, that were in the first two releases and slims it down to mostly just the Polinik stories. However, it does exclude the chapter Let's Go Polinik Road, Uh, and my theory on this is that they're cowards who are afraid of the based food of Polincocks, and and some other fan favorites, which makes it a bit more thematically cohesive. Uh, However, it does cut out some things that were quite fun from the originals. Yeah,
0: I, I do like the sort of author anthologies mm-hmm. that you get sometimes. They're fun and don't require you to buy a thousand magazines to see everything written by one person. hmm
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, in fact, there are some author anthologies which we'll be uh, reviewing in the very near future, but we'll save that announcement for another time. When we actually commit. When we actually commit. Uh, So anyway, but uh, the manga stories. Um, So they're actually, like, they're basically like four character stories that have to do with the Paulinic girls, uh, and all the others are just unrelated. Uh, Hanazono, Aki, Otsumami, and the Otani, Rui, Sally storyline. Yeah, um... <clears throat> so Hanazono
0: is an office lady, or OL, as the kids say, who is not allergic to cedar or Japanese cypress and is jealous of everyone else who gets to have public sex during allergy season. However, it later turns out she is allergic to ragweed.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah, her story is pretty cool. Uh. Yeah. It's it, it is pretty predictable there's nothing like super exciting about it but it, it's but the concept is nice you know it introduces the concept of pollen is humans uh and they have sex with people and that's what allergies are yeah very neat and it's just allergies so one's doing it out in the open mm-hmm. um aki is hanazono sans younger sister she is a schoolgirl or jk um, and she has a crush on a boy who doesn't have allergies. However, she's got allergies bad. Um, and we'll talk more about this later. But uh, this is like my least favorite storyline. Yeah, no, it's the because she's a she's a schoolgirl, and
0: it's I the worst. Um, anyway, Otsu Heart, <laughs> mommy. <laughs> um... Are just a couple who have amazing sex, they're awesome, they're great.
1: Yeah, that's their whole bit. They're a couple who has amazing sex
0: for the most part. Their story actually has nothing to do with the Polinic Girls, except for one chapter, which mm-hmm. is really more
1: of a crossover
0: than a tie in, if you ask me. But anyway, we'll
1: talk about those specific yeah, we'll stories get to later. That later. Uh, Rui uh, is a rich girl who's never come before at the start of her arc. Sally is her head maid and she's a queen, uh, third best character in the whole thing. And Otani is her fuckboy. And then uh, there's also that couple that go to Waniland. They're not in anything else. Their story just kind of like serves as an intro to the like I'm not even sure if they're named, are they?
0: I think like every character in the manga has a name actually um i don't recall there being any that weren't uh another one that gets excluded actually i just remembered this there was one where the girl would deliberately dress up as pollen right because of course she would.
1: (laughs) yeah okay so there so our initial statement that there were four is wrong there was actually six I think it's funny how the notes at the beginning say four and then we list five and say, Anyway, that was five. (laughs) So uh yeah, so there's so there's also the yeah, that one's cool. Um, yeah, there's a girl who looks kind of like the pollen, and so she dresses up like pollen in order to get away with having public sex during allergy season. It slaps.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> she meets her crush. It goes term tremendously well. What's the word is there? Yeah, terrifically? Think,
1: terrifically. Excellent. I think tremendously also could just be like, it. you know. It bangs and fucks. Well, I mean, yeah, in a literal sense. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But anyway, so yeah, there's, so those are kind of the main Paulinic stories. um, And uh, to some extent, uh, all of those stories, except for the the girl who dresses up like Paulin, got animated. um, Mm -hmm. And every chapter of all of them, with the exception of Let's Go Paulinic Road, which is in the Atani Rui Sally er, storyline, got translated. Did the, one of the the one of the girl who dresses up get translated officially? I think so. I think that was like the only
0: one that was new in uh, the uh, complete edition.
1: Okay. Um, other chapters from the, from the anthology, uh, my wife is tiny and nudist wife, um, weren't part of any Polinic storyline, but got animated. Um, and in the animation, there's some mild tie-ins to the, uh, to the Palenic, uh storylines, but they're not; um, those aren't in the present in the manga.
0: Yeah, um, nudist wife is a lot longer in the manga. I believe they kind of just throw it in, yeah, which is weird
1: all around. I don't know; it must um, have been a popular chapter or something. I mean, she is a wife <laughs> and nudist. Yeah, um, there are some chapters that. Never got officially translated though. um Neat's Big Adventure, Wet Sound, Magical Stage Dragnet, The Pink Planet, Forest Wolf Girl, Cat Play, Cat Dream Believer. This is just a list of things. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Twin Love Secret, Candyland, Moon Girl, Walking Priestesses, Jurassic Priestesses, and Let's Go, Paulinic Road. Shame, Shame on that. that one. Yeah, <laughs> that one deserved it. Um, yeah, so fun
0: note I found when reading the uh, Nico Nico dictionary page <laughs> for the author, they were very proud to say that uh, Forest Wolf Girl predates the more popular anthropomorphic wolf girl series, Spice and Wolf. Would you believe me if I said the author has also published a few non-hentai just Spice and Wolf fan books <laughs> just really into anthropomorphized wolves?
1: I um, like dropped the L from the word wolf and wolf, 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 wolf. Is that a Midwest thing or is it just, just an Una thing?
0: <laughs> How am I supposed to know? You think I talk to people? <laughs> anyway, they also just sort of give an overview of the author's typical content, which they describe as tits, orgies, and gags. I don't see the tits, actually.
1: There's plenty of stuff in tits.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of tits, but, like, if I'm going to describe a hentai artist as draws tits...
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, we have a full list of chapters in each publication and in the animation and how they're, you know... uh, We we have a full breakdown of what got translated and what got republished and stuff, and uh, you can check that out if you want. Um, So, I... Uh, as some honorable mentions for the best chapters outside of the Paulinic storylines. Uh, and I think they're uh, Sharp Rise, Stock Girls, Twin Love Secret, Candyland, uh, the whole Priestess's Arc, and Cherry Blossom Crusade. Stock Girls is uh, follows a
0: similar personification bit as the Planet girl stories, but it's about stock exchange and they have to fuck them to trade them. Finance geeks just be like that. It's basically blockchain,
1: but with a proof of fuck algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the notes. That was ad lib. Yeah. Good job. Thinking on your toes. Yeah. Um... And speaking of toes, this next one has nothing to do with those. Um, But Twin Love Secret uh, is about a dude who finds out that his girlfriend has actually been two twins switching back and forth this whole time. Uh, So he fucks them both. And later, after they fall asleep, he debates with his two triplet brothers whether or not to tell them about him being triplets. (laughs) Uh, Which is just, like, honestly really funny. And, like, possibly, like... Just one of the, like, best sex gags I've ever seen. Candyland is about a girl whose best gal pal confesses her love to her, but she rejects her. Um, And so her friend fucks her brother and also her mom and dad and drives her insane until she admits that she loves her too. And while this, I don't think this is great porn, I think it's amazing psychological horror.
0: (laughs) It's, It's real, uh, what do you call it, uh, Gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss.
1: Yeah, you know the three G's uh, necessary for comedy. Comedy comes in threes. Specifically, that three is gatekeep, gaslight, and girl boss.
0: I would have thought it was her mom, dad, and brother. Uh, the priestess's arc is about two twin Miko who are in ancient Rome for some reason, and then on an island with dinosaurs, and they fuck the emperor, and also a T-Rex that they magically turned into a guy with two dicks. That's because T-Rexes probably have two dicks, because they're basically big sharks.
1: I don't know if... I don't... Yes. Look, a T-Rex probably has two dicks, because it's really cool if a T-Rex has two dicks. It just makes sense. They also didn't have feathers, so minus points for scientific inaccuracy.
0: But plus points for the whole colosseum thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh... Also, why, why were they in Rome? <laughs> <laughs> so that they could have a Colosseum. Fair enough. Uh, cherry Blossom Crusade is about a girl who tries to help her friend get with her brother. And uh, then they all fall under the influence of a magic cherry tree and have a threesome. And then the three of them are just in an incestuous, polyamorous relationship together. And it's like, I don't know, it's just a really funny ending to that.
0: Um, it's okay
1: <laughs> I think it's really
0: silly uh, I would like to add Pink Planet to this list uh, it's a one shot about a space girl who has found herself stuck on an alien planet desperately searching for the fuel pellets scattered during her crash she finds a fruit that when wind thrown into the lake turns into a clone of herself two heads are better than one but what about a lot of heads
1: anyway it's a big self sessed orgy and I love it also, I found the ending to that really funny, which I won't spoil for our listeners who uh, deeply care about, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, who will
0: search out and find Pink Planet by Komikato.
1: Yeah. Another important thing to mention that we've, you know, gone over a little bit uh, is that there canonically are Futanari pollinate girls in Hokkaido. They only get two panels, though they are in color. Um, but those are unfortunately left untranslated due to being the one untranslated Polynik Girls chapter. Let's go, Polynik Road. The anime. <laughs> the a- anime.
0: Yeah, and then the entire thing just transitions into breakcore. And we don't talk about the anime. Yeah.
1: So, the first two episodes follow the same sort of adaptation formula, where they adapt the first half of a chapter, then another chapter, and then the latter half of the initial chapter. Uh, Episode 3 just adapts three separate chapters straight through, and Episode 4 follows a similar pattern to 1 and 2, but inserts two chapters in between the first and second half uh, uh, chapters. Uh, this method of adaptation helps create a feeling of shared continuity between stories in what's largely an anthology series. Um, I think that's a that's a positive thing for them to do for the anime. Yeah, <laughs> just
0: epic media analysis going on here.
1: Yeah, we're super big brain. Uh, just absolutely
0: massive brain cell numbers.
1: You know, I think this is what people care about when they are trying to decide on whether or not to read or watch a hentai is like... The the format. You know, it's... The tie-ins. Does it it feel like there's proper continuity? Mm -hmm. And I'd I'd say, yeah, they did a good job of that in the anime adaptation. The manga feels like what it is, a collection of one-shots. But the anime did a really good job of making it feel like, um, you know, a, a single story was being told.
0: Yeah. I mean, they had, like, four years to do it. So let's go over episode one.
1: So in episode one, Hana Zono is, like, the main character for the most part here.
0: The fallen bit is really good, but then they just drop it for the whole fucking I can't come bit, which, you know, breaks down the continuity. Huge disappointment there. There's no, some, su- no huge disappointment that there is no pollen in this scene, despite them being outside. They later explain that the mansion has a perfect air filtration system, but this does not explain the scene by the pool at all.
1: Sally is clearly a god, which actually does explain why there's no pollen by the pool, uh, because Sally's just using her god powers.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um,
1: um So basically, Rui is a woman who has never had an orgasm, despite having a whole harem of maids constantly fucking her in the anime. In the manga, she has dudes, but uh, in in the anime, it's just maids with strap-ons. Sally's theory as to why she hasn't come is that her heart is still a virgin, meaning she's never felt, like, love for the person she's fucking. Um, A better theory than Sally's is that uh, nobody seems to be aware that the clitoris exists. Um, Like, she needs a man who she can love to fuck her. Instead of all these maids pegging her. She's
0: just a loser.
1: Yeah. No, she should just, like... They just need to get good, uh, basically.
0: This is when Sally's on the train.
1: Yeah, like, okay, like, we kind of, we get this scene, we get this scene, uh, on a train where Otani's, uh, you know, getting his dick sucked by pollen, and Hanazono's there, and she gets cummed on by him, and Sally's on the train like, hmm, that guy, um. She clearly recognizes him. Yeah.
0: like, he's apparently a known character before this, even though he's, like...
1: It's never explained how Rui and Otani know each other, but it is implied that they do know each other. Like, maybe they, like, went to school together or, like...
0: Something. You know, they, they just know each other. So, you know, um, it sadly just sort of brings him in, as mm-hmm. it were. Uh, ropes him into this grand fuckfest of theirs.
1: Mm-hmm. So then, uh, so Sally brings in Otani, and uh, him and Rui fuck for hours, and it's the same animation every time he comes. Like a magical girl transformation. Yeah, like a magical girl transformation, except it's white, hot ropes of semen. Ropes. That's a thing that people are saying <laughs> lately.
0: I prefer magical girl transformations, actually.
1: Yeah. So then, uh... Rui says to Otani, uh, you can be my orgy pet and my friend. At least according to the subtitle, which is unofficial, but you know. Una peto. petto. no petto. That's good shit. Um, yeah. Be my orgy pet. That's and, cool.
0: Anyway, after that, they finally... They finally return to the pollen bit and introduce the random office lady's little sister for some reason.
1: Yeah, so they introduce Hanazono's little sister Aki um, and she's like chill about the whole, the whole pollen thing um, and also seems chill about being photographed while getting fucked by a whole bunch of cat girls in public we should note that the pollen girls uh, at least the ones that appear the most look like cat girls um, mm-hmm. at least they've got like cattier hair um, they don't have tails though which is sad
0: yeah, that is, they're almost catgirls. Um, mm-hmm. So Hanazono, despite having no cedar and or cypress allergies, is you know being left out of everything for this whole time. But she does have ragweed allergies, which just tagged in at the end there. Mm-hmm. With important note that
1: ragweed is boys. Yeah, um, and so uh, like the next day, she goes to work. And you know, the, the Cypress and cedar have uh, cleared up, but now ragweeds all around, so she's the only one with allergies. So her coworker joins in with her. It's called Solidarity. Look it up. She's probably just into it. Like it's probably not about solidarity at all. A call back to her previously stating that she was uh, that it was exciting to be watched. So it's that's like, episode one. Yeah, there's like a little bit of this
0: consistency that people just like being watched.
1: Yeah, like the, there's this, like, everyone, like, in their words talks about it like, oh, it's such a bother to get fucked in public by the pollen. But, like, like low-key, everyone is just like, just like, yeah, it's really cool to have sex in public. But episode two. Yeah, okay. so we open up
0: on the little sister, Aki, in her room, getting pounced on by a bunch of cat girls. She puts tape over her pussy so the pollen can't get to it. Supposedly, she doesn't wear panties because cedar pollen just goes right through them.
1: Aki then gets on the bus, and at the end of the tunnel of bitches is her crush. We're back to cedar and cypress season, apparently. Like, they were gone, but now they're back. Uh uh-huh. And the tape gets removed immediately, and she is really flustered that her crush is right there watching her, though he does seem to be respectfully looking away. And of course, like a gentleman, he offers her his handkerchief. Seasonal allergies is so embarrassing. I hate it. Quote from Aki. Then we cut to some random
0: girl doing anal with her husband. The the
1: pictures on the wall show
0: that they're clearly married. It is her husband. That is
1: exposition right there. Exposition. Comp uh, uh, What's the what's the word? Environmental storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good it is. We completely forgot that it was even a thing.
0: <laughs> uh, this is another really stupid bit, not just because it doesn't include pollen. Uh, the really cool manly man plays with her clit, confirming that the author is, in fact, aware that it exists. After they finish, they reveal the whole bit, being that she can't take his cock. You need to get bigger. She's 21, by the way.
1: She says, it's because my pussy is too small. Uh, also, she has twin tails and her name is Miku, a classic tsundere short girl. So then we cut back to uh, the office. Oh, right, there's two characters named Aki in this. That's confusing. Um, the Yeah, the husband's also named Aki. And uh, he works at the same office as Hanazono in the anime, Uh, not in the manga. This isn't in the manga. But the ragweed is there dicking down Hanazono while she tries to hand him reference materials. And she makes a comment about her pussy getting stretched. And it gives him an idea.
0: Cut to a small arrangement of sex toys.
1: (laughs) That's right. He's going to stretch his wife's pussy out leaving the toy inside.
0: Yeah, and then there's just this whole montage of them, of uh, the wife going around doing her wifely chores and shit with a dildo in her pussy, getting horny at every little thing, a few interspersed scenes of her getting measured and stretched by Aki, the the grown man Aki. Uh, Someday, they will be able to fuck
1: (laughs) We cut back to a scene on the bus where Aki, the little sister character, is standing next to her crush again. Miku, uh, the wife, is, uh, quote, jealous of all these kids with allergies. You know, because if she had allergies, then her pussy would be getting stretched. And then she could <laughs> have sex with her husband. Um, and then, then... Then we get to something like... she's like... Oka-chin-chin. Oka-chin-chin. Um, yeah. Uh... Miku says the word Oka-chin-chin, which is a portmanteau of oka nasai which means welcome home, and Ochin-chin, which means penis. Um, the subtitle on the anime said Welcome Home Dick. The, like, manga... Uh, official translation says welcome home penis, Welcome come home uh, but the husband Aki is just as confused as the rest of us about the phrase so it's not like the like it's not like the author thought this was a normal thing to say. The whole joke is that she's just really fucking horny. <laughs> she's so horny to the point of being completely stupid but like instead of being like you know the stupid horny that people get she's stupid horny as in making terrible puns it's not even a pun it, yeah it's <laughs> she, just she, straight up
0: can't get the words out without saying dick <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway miko's really horny she's like really horny so she says put it all the way in and measure me. um you know using uh they use a speculum to measure her which is like weird because if you can fit a speculum even like a small one in there you can definitely fit your dick in there like he's got
0: like a really big dick (laughs)
1: um and then they have sex uh Aki notes that she is tight almost so much that it hurts strange um what an empath (laughs) right empathy He's such an empath. He can feel her pain in his penis. Shout out to all the shots of the photos in the back. He fills her up with a week's worth of cum using the same animation as previous cums. Um, And now she wants to make his dick bigger. And that is a huge win for women's rights. It's a really stupid bit. (laughs) Okay. You don't have to call everything a stupid bit. The whole point is that it's a stupid bit.
0: No, the pollen thing is a stupid bit, but it's a good bit. The whole, my pussy is too small thing. Stupid bit.
1: We get a classic establishing shot of a school. Um, girls hanging out on the roof, chatting with the homies, uh, getting their pussies eaten out by pollen. Uh, Aki is worried that, you know, the little sister, is worried that people will think, uh, people think girls with allergies are dirty. Uh, probably because of all the sex. Suddenly, it's evening. Wow. Sugita, Aki's
0: crush, walks in on Yuri, Aki's friend, getting dicked down by some ragweed. He claims that that the way to fix seasonal allergies is the semen of a boy who isn't suffering from allergies, so she sucks Sugita's dick. Then Aki shows up, declaring that she cannot give up on her love after all. I'm full of cum and perverted, she says. Yuri resigns herself to the ragweed, while Aki and Sugita have a whole romantic moment. You're beautiful when you have allergies. Anyway, they fuck on the classroom desks. Yuri gets double-penetrated while Aki and Sugita are still just having normal sex on the desk, like loser heterosexuals. I mean, the pollen is still sucking on her nipples
1: and stuff, which is neat, I guess. The scene ends with the girls sprawled out, completely worn out on desks, getting licked by the pollen. Aki has now resigned herself to the pollen, not even wearing a skirt to school anymore. She wears her panties on the outside of her garters, meaning that she fully intends on them being removed. Which does not... There's no way that's... There's no way that's dress code.
0: It was, It's like, wondering, like, how do schools, like, policy-wise, deal with <laughs> pollen allergies? <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't, like, I can't imagine this world having a functional society. (laughs) And yet. And yet, for some reason, they do. They have, like, jobs. Right? They have taxes in this world. Can you imagine living in a world with anthropomorphized pollen that fucks you and paying taxes? Ridiculous. Absolutely. It's actually not canonically confirmed whether or not they pay taxes, but it just seems like it's... They the look like of, people that pay taxes. Like, right, they have office jobs. They gotta pay taxes. <laughs>
0: they come like people that pay taxes.
1: Look, I know how people who pay taxes come, and it's definitely like that.
0: Definitely, but using the same animation every time.
1: Mm-hmm. Skipping ahead four years, though. 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 3... Episode three, this one starts in a water park, right? You got maids at the pool because Rui and Sally are back and coming more than ever. She runs into Aki and Sugita and says, so this living vibrator belongs to you? Regarding Sugita, who she is fucking. But it's okay because Rui loans out Sally um, as a replacement to Aki. (laughs) Yeah, huge upgrade clear, very pronounced evidence of clitoris (laughs) in this one. Like, Sally is very focused on it, so, like, we definitely, like, we definitely know the author is aware of this, meaning that, like, Rui literally is just broken.
0: (laughs) Then Aki pulls an MLG Epic Gamer Strap by throwing a jar of pollen in the air. I, Sogito Hinoki, am weak in both holes. Why? what was that line, I don't like, know what, contextually? I why don't, did I write I that
1: down? I do not remember why you wrote that down. I don't, like, I suppose Sugita said it, but that doesn't... Sugita so
0: absolutely said it. Hmm. Look, I only write down lines that contain character names if the character A said the line and B said their name in the line like it was some sort of dramatic self-introduction.
1: <laughs> I have no idea when or why that line is said. But the distraction works and Aki and Suhita are now just fucking in public like ballers. Um, The next scene is an adaptation of the whole uh, nudist wife chapter. This is tied into the Paulinic girls purely with them showing the Paulin girls outside the window and establishing shots. They spent their honeymoon naked on a deserted island. It's not so much
0: nudism in the attempting to desexualize nudity kind of way, it's very explicitly sexual.
1: Yeah, I mean... It's fine to uh, like there there are varying definitions of nudism and varying approaches to it. I, I think a lot of a lot of nudists are saying there's not their whole bit is that there's nothing inherently sexual about the human body like it's not it's not it's not an invitation to sex to walk around naked mm-hmm. um whereas these two, and especially the husband who's the one like pushing this idea uh, is very much just like, his opinion on it is not that we need to, you know, desexualize, you know, the body, but rather we need to be ready to have sex at all times. <laughs> yeah. He just,
0: it, just wants to fuck his wife a just,
1: lot. He just wants to fuck his wife. It's, you know, it's the work from home lifestyle that we've all gotten used to thanks to the pandemic. This guy was way ahead of us all on that. Um, She does refer to her husband as darling, which is
0: funny and I love it. And it, it, it it's really funny to me.
1: Yeah. Um, so the next day, uh, she's doing sexy cosplay because she was too embarrassed by pure nudity. But now she's even more embarrassed. Uh, there's some foot stuff um, for our foot fans out there. Um, and he comes up with a great compromise. Since she doesn't want to wear nothing, uh, she should wear his cum.
0: This is what they call. Hentai logic. This is also where they insert the whole bit of her being up against the window because your body needs lots of sunlight to produce vitamin D. This would be an excellent uh, yeah. reason to
1: bring up milk wipers. Yeah, the um there's a I don't I don't remember the Japanese word. It's like Oshiwaipa. Oshiwaipa. Yeah, oh there's a there's a there's a word used in uh, hentai Um, in particular in hentai tagging on, on Pixiv, um, that translates as milk wipers. And it's when they press their boobs up against glass, whether it be a window or like a shower door or something like that. Um, I'm just going to
0: obligatory.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not that we discovered it, (laughs) Yeah. but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like the best use of big tits.
0: It's honestly like, as far as tags of big tits being squished, of which there are a number of, <laughs> it's definitely the best of.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a real neat thing. I think it's, I think it's really good uh, artistically too. I think um, it just like is, it's, it's very like.
0: It shows a prowess.
1: Yeah, it's a very difficult thing to draw. Maybe, not, maybe difficult's not quite the right word, but complex, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, semen, shirt. He says semen shirt. He said semen shirt. He said semen shirt. In the
0: anime, he said semen shirt.
1: Very important. So the next scene just cuts straight to an orgy in an elevator, and... Yeah, it's not really clear that they're in an elevator at
0: first. It just cuts to an orgy, and then at some point you realize they're in an elevator.
1: Yeah. So this is the Otsumami arc, but it's just the fourth chapter of it. And thank God Otsumami got animated for the most part. Because, Otsumami. Holy shit, it's perfect. Um, so they're out in town surrounded by sex. Wow. it. So... They're out in public, and Mommy needs to change her pollen mask. But Otsu decides that she might as well, that he might as well just uh, uh, clean her off with his tongue. Um, which is to say he really wants to fuck in the park. And they really should have uh, adapted the whole arc. But anyway, he pulls out the other uh, pollen mask, which is has a, a, a beaded tampon. Um, AKA it's, it's just, it's just like anal beads, like attached to a little like pad. Yeah. It's.
0: Anyway,
1: I feel like
0: it's, it. I, I, I feel like that's supposed to imply like this is, I don't know. They're
1: not very clear of like, this is what a pollen mask is usually like. No, no, no. They're clear. That's not what it's like. It's like a pollen mask is just like a, is like a pad with like straps on it to keep it on. Uh-huh. to keep the pollen off uh, then this one has like beads on it um cuz he's like cuz he's horny and he's like if you're going to if you're going to wear something down there you should just like put a thing in your pussy
0: yeah um they're very horny and they have sex a lot
1: mhm um echishio echishio let's fuck like who doesn't want to fuck a blue-haired girl in public Fluffy as a choker, and that's cute. Despite everyone else in the park fucking Polinic girls, they just have to pay attention to the normal people having sex in the park. Um, I'm sorry, your wife is a whore. Is a line. It's <laughs> a good line. Another the... <laughs> line. A chin 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 po. Uh, da yo. <laughs> penis. Penis. I like it. <laughs> Queen, absolute queen. Mommy's all passed out while Otsu desperately asks for help as he is getting pegged by a bunch of pollenic boys. Oh no! <laughs> How terrible! Pollenic boys. Yeah, he's allergic to ragweed, and that's that's the funny bit there. Yeah, ragweed allergies. So, episode four, the final episode of the anime adaptation. Uh, the beginning takes place at uh, an amusement park. Um, the couple there, Ami I mean, and Ken. We they, they have names. Down. They do have names. Uh, they're on a date trying to make good memories. And Sally's there. My queen. Um, they run around to different rides, uh, trying to find one that isn't covered with people fucking pollen. Ami suggests the roller coaster, because it's too high up and fast for the pollen. But the wait time is two whole hours. And they run into Aki there. Which Aki? I think it's the little sister uh, because the, the like my wife is tiny people I don't think they make a reappearance uh, yeah but uh anyway um, um, they decide to go on the ferris wheel and they both get fucked by the fallen of course uh don't moan so sexually like that uh and the dude just comes from that all over her and then Ami comes too women's rights uh, um <laughs> Ami runs away while Sally watches all menacingly from the Ferris wheel. <laughs> Sally's like a villain, but like the good villain. You know, like the villains where you're like,
0: oh, they got a point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sally is Sally is like a scheming supervillain, except you realize that her motivation is just so more people can have awesome sex. And that just slaps. Thank you, Sally. So the
0: next scene, the Otamami arc
1: is back. Mom, yeah.
0: <laughs> mommy is sitting on the toilet where she gets attacked by the tentacles. They're like robotic tentacles. Uh, tentacles start squirting strange things all over her and go right into her ass with a bit of teasing. And then she pisses all over. I peed. I peed so much all over. She's got really good lines.
1: Yeah. No, that's just great. That's a that's a really great scene. Um.
0: Cut to Mommy being mad at Otsu about the tentacles.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's mad at him, uh, but then they start talking about all the magazines that are, that are piling up and how they need to be tied up. But first, Otsu needs some practice by tying up Mommy. of course. <laughs> I figured something like this might happen, she says. Um... He is a king. No, actually, the I figured something like this might happen
0: is a line Otsu says oh. because he has an entire room with right set up specifically to tire up. It's
1: need a man like that.
0: I will say in the manga, it's not like he has an entire dedicated room for it. He just happened to put the uh, what are those called like anchor points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just put a bunch of anchor points in the ceiling of his room because.
1: Because you should have anchor points in this.
0: Right. Like, that's just logical. Um...
1: It, possibly the best animated blowjob I've ever seen. Yeah, the whole scene oh. is really good. Yeah. Mommy is perfect. Um, they keep doing because of the pulleys on the ceiling, which is a bit unnecessary. Uh, but, uh, but the good news is that Mami's voice while she pleads for his cock could carry this whole thing just alone. Like, it's just... That's an amazing clip. Um, yeah, she claims to have gotten sluttier
0: just because he does naughty things to her all the time. And I mean, like, who wouldn't? Like, 0 clearly goes above and beyond to fuck his wife.
1: Yeah, no. It, look, ladies. If you find a man who puts in that much effort to fucking you, he is a keeper. Many days later, Mommy has tied up everything in the house Shibari style, including herself, Queen.
0: Yeah, then it just goes back to the amusement park. Ken is looking for Ami, and Sally tells him she knows where Ami is. Ami is, of course, in a warehouse on a throne, getting licked all over by pollen girls. Ami is now desperate, pleading for Ken's cock. Wanting him to be her first before the pollen takes her virginity, there's blood from her losing her first time, perpetuating a harmful stereotype about sex with virgins. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like
1: the, the that's a thing in hentai that like always happens. Like mm-hmm. anytime someone loses their virginity, there's blood, and it's like that. That's just not true, it's, and it's also gross, and I don't want to see it. Like I like blood as the, not much as the as much as the next girl, but like not, not, not. From getting fucked.
0: Yeah, and it's always like a lot of blood too. Like mm-hmm. a big like look, they're bleeding. Um, anyway, stupid stereotype. Hentai is terrible. <clears throat> Suddenly, the doors of the warehouse open, and an announcement says the parade will
1: begin. Ami, of course, doesn't want to stop fucking. Well, the throne turns out to obviously be a parade float. Uh, so there they are, atop a float for all to see, fucking in full view. Ten out of ten. No. Uh Aki is here too for some reason, two out of ten at best. Um they're doing the thing where they show all the other characters again r- really trying to tie in all the stories. Uh, a few cuts later and Aki and uh Rui? Rui. Yeah, are making out while getting fucked by their respective men. Pitty's <laughs> bumping and all that. Um so really uh Otsumami was perfect. Uh, there was a couple of things that were uh, from Otsumami that were left out. Um Yeah. Like the 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 toilet tentacle scene was shortened a bit. However, the tentacles were made to look more like tentacles than like robot tentacles in the anime. Yeah. I
0: just um...
1: so if you're basically if you're in here for tentacles um then the animated version of that scene is for you, but if you're into piss, then the uh, manga version of that scene is for you.
0: Yeah, um So those are like three of the chapters of Otsumami are adapted there? Yeah. I'm forgetting what the fourth one is.
1: Um There's the
0: the, shi- the shibari one, mm-hmm. The Tentacles, mm-hmm. the Park. Yes. Bathhouse. The one where her friend joins in.
1: Yeah. Is that two chapters? I think that's two chapters.
0: No, I think it's...
1: It might feel like that.
0: But each of the chapters is very much... uh, Otsu has this great invention for fucking his wife, mm-hmm. and in the onsen one, it's like some chemical in the steam or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and he ends up fucking her friend instead.
1: I think one chapter is uh, is the the onsen, and then another chapter is the is like the aftermath of that.
0: Yeah, where they're yeah. all like totally okay with it, and he just gets them all pregnant or whatever.
1: Yeah. Basically, they just have the most amazing sex life, um, and yeah, good for them.
0: Yeah, Otsumami.
1: Otsumami. Excellent Dark. (laughs) So, our conclusions on this. um, mm, Personally, I'd rate it about a three. Better than Sword Art Online Alicization War of Underworld Part 2, but not as good as Sword Art Online. The manga, however, including all the untranslated chapters, I'd probably rate about a five. If you're looking for good masturbation material, it's probably best to look somewhere else, but if you're looking for sex comedy with occasionally good jerk-off material, then I'd say give it a chance.
0: Uh, For the most part, the Plinic Girls thing is a really good bit that gets kind of wasted on schoolgirls, and too many of the stories don't actually contain that theme itself. Otsumami is life, Sally is a queen, and The Walking Miko deserves more stories, to be honest.
1: You know, uh, I wrote that, but like, do you actually agree with that? <laughs> uh,
0: walking Miko? Uh, I mean, obviously Otsumami is life. Sally is a queen, but mm-hmm. uh, Walking Miko. I don't know. I think it's fine. I, I do think it was weird that it was just two stories and that they were ancient Rome and dinosaurs.
1: Right. No, that, that's my point. Is that they? Is that there's clearly some crazy shit going on with them. And I think they just like if you're gonna make two stories about those characters, might as well make a few more anyway. <laughs>
0: So anyway, my review is the anime is a two, the manga is a three, and Otsumami is a nine on its own.
1: I think that's a fair review.
0: Yeah, it's... It's one of those things where, like, there's not really many redeeming factors for an animated version of it, unless you just, like, only watch animated hentai. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, There's a lot of, you know, reused shots, and a lot of just sort of, like... Uh, it focuses a lot on the absurdity of hentai which is okay I guess if you're aiming for the comedy bits, like My Wife is Tiny but as like as porn it's mid as fuck
1: Hmm.
0: I sorry apparently there's like a whole bunch of different fan fiction based on
1: this yeah <laughs> uh some things we found uh our "How to Train Your Dragon" fan fiction chapter, loosely based on episode two of this. Um, yeah, there's just some like weird. There's like like apparently this was popular enough at the time to get for this like uh, for this like two volume hentai manga anthology to get uh, fanfics in English. Yeah, there's... like I don't know. Uh, good, good for, good for them. Uh, I I don't even know what half the words mean in like the titles
0: of some of these. So like that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, yeah, that's this, this pretty much all, all, all we have to say on that. Yeah, it's mid. It's mid. Uh, if you want to read something funny. And sometimes sexy. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's no it's no tentacle shop, you know.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: It's no alignment. UU. That's true. Um, there are tentacles. There are tentacles. There are they're, they're robot tentacles, but there are tentacles nonetheless. And uh, it's an experience. And credits. Credits. <laughs> this hello everyone i'm una
0: well there's that line done
1: moving right, on to chloe's next, line right you do the next one
0: and i'm chloe
1: and welcome to the third <laughs> all right that's enough b-roll for a bloopers <laughs> now let's do the real one perfect that's how we get people to sign up for our Patreon. Yeah.
0: <laughs>